0: Welcome to the Enneagram One Project Podcast with your host, Dominic Vandal, where ones come to learn mindset tools and embodiment techniques to reduce frustrations, quiet their inner critic, and live a most expansive life. If you're ready to make your unique oneness your superpower, then this is the show for you. Welcome, everyone. You are listening to the Enneagram One Project Podcast, episode 18, When Progress Looks Like Going Backwards. Something made me laugh so hard this week. I just had to share it here with you and be completely honest. In fact, I decided to make an entire episode out of it to really bring to life the idea that progress is not linear. In fact, it is full of ups and downs. As I go through the story, I really want you to rest in the knowing that if I, as an Enneagram one and perfectionist, can see the downs, the failures, and the regressions as something to embrace, you can too. You may remember I have told you before about how I couldn't call for pizza because I was so afraid I'd make a mistake or be a bother for the person on the other end of that call. I have made leaps and bounds in this area as the host of this podcast, an instructor in coach certification, host of many webinars, and all of that jazz. But do you know what I noticed this week? There's this one person I've been not calling for a while now. It totally escaped me because my reasons have changed. I've been so wrapped up in the work that I'm doing that I totally believed my reasons for not calling this person. Let's call him Max. It was quite logical. I was not calling Max because other things are simply more important. And I'll tell you what my list was like so that you can see if that's also present for you right now in your life. One, I can't call Max now because the kids are home and that's who I focus on when they're home. Number two, I'll call Max after I'm done with and then insert so many different things. Anything could go into this column. Number three. I can't call Max because it's the weekend or a holiday and it's not okay to impede on his personal time. Number four, I'm working on providing value for my clients, the podcast listeners, or working in general. So I can't call Max. Just so you know, this Max person is a contractor that we need to hire for a repair in our home. So it did pop into my mind once or twice that I don't know what needs to be done for the repair. It's some nonsense about not being the best qualified and the best person for the call. I should ask my spouse. I saw that thought, though, and I saw it really quickly. I knew it was an error in thinking, and I dismissed it. There are a few things going on here that I want to point your attention to. First, I was totally operating from the headspace, being logical about it, That's why I went along with it. I only noticed something was amiss when I paused and became very, very present with the idea of calling Max. Second, the mind will find ways to keep you safe. It can be quite creative about it. So when it's shut down with the limiting thoughts that used to work, it finds other so-called reasons. Third, get to decide how I want to roll with this. And I'll tell you how I view this at the very end of this podcast. But first, let's look at the first two reasons. And as we do that, think of an area in your life where you're not doing the thing. Even better, if it's something you've had some progress in and suddenly thought you're having some kind of regression of sorts because you're not doing it now. A little background on Max. And why I'm calling him, or more accurately, why I haven't been calling him. Our beloved house needs some TLC, and Max is the contractor we plan on hiring. I have had terrible experiences with contractors in the past. Not a good reason not to call this very pleasant Max. Max is not the person I dealt with in the past, but my brain is absolutely putting all contractors in the same category without my explicit request. It's doing this, but simply because I have a very efficient brain. It categorizes things. Now, as a life coach, I know that my experience with contractors in the past is no indication of how it will go with Max now in the present, in the future. But the past is the only reference that the brain has. So it grabs on as though it were inevitable to be repeated. What ends up happening is that while I'm being productive and focused on what lights me up, the clients, the podcast, and all of that, there's something happening in the background whenever I think of calling Max. An association is made with the only reference that my brain knows to rely on and to predict how this call will go. Like I said, that's the past. When it brings up these contractors from our past, some of the fears that I never dealt with come back. They come back up. And now my brain thinks that I'm in danger right now. So it does what it's supposed to do. It brings up very logical reasons to stop me from taking action towards perceived catastrophe. In this case, it reminded me that I didn't understand the repairs well enough to be the person to make this call. That sounds a lot like my old identity. The one that said, we don't call out for pizza because we might make a mistake. So this, I see right through immediately. But, and this is key, but I was all in my head space. I dismissed it so fast that I didn't check in with my body. This extra step would have given me the information I needed to take notice of the old tension that I had not worked through. Have you noticed some of those old thought patterns coming in regarding that thing that you made headway with and that you're able to quickly dismiss them too? So if that's happening for you, how do we work with that? Because it's going to happen. It's all about reconnecting with your body. It will give you the information, and that's always the same. You want to breathe. You want to take some breaths. sound simple, but take deep breaths. You want to become aware, and then use movement and sound. The breath allows you to become aware, and the movement and/or sound helps you to express whatever thread of tension is still present. If you stay in your headspace, you don't see it. You're only hearing what your brain is saying, you're not hearing the other cues from the rest of your body. When I take the time to do this, I become aware of my tightness in my chest, the clammy hands, the quickening of my heartbeat. And if I let go of presence, even just a little, I can see the spinning that wants to take hold instead in my head. This tells me there's something there. But I can't become aware if I stay in my head, where my habit of attention goes towards improvement. Because when it does, I keep finding ways that I should improve myself, my knowledge, my capacities, before I call Max. I won't ever get the outcome of the repairs being completed if I don't take the first step of calling Max. In my headspace, I rationalize that I have already dealt with these objections. And they're not real. So I downplay them. What also happens when I downplay the objections is that I don't poke holes in them and destroy them once and for all. They still live on in my mind. I don't take the time to question what I think to be true. That is, in fact, not true and entirely optional. It's not true that I'm not the best person to make this call. The best person to make this call is simply the person that makes the dang call. So that's the first thing that happened. I stayed in the headspace because I thought I had reasoned my way out of this limiting belief before. The second thing that happened is that my brain upped the ante by offering up what even my brain can disagree with now. I mentioned these earlier. Number one, I can't call Max now because the kids are home. Number two, I'll call Max after I'm done. Number three, I can't call Max because it's the weekend or holiday. Number four, I'm working on providing value for my clients and podcast listeners or working in general. Here's what I want you to know about this. The new excuses are really the old ones trying to sound more important. Still, your brain trying to protect you by bringing up your most current reason for not doing stuff. That way, it keeps you in the same safe place and you never have to do what seems uncomfortable. I absolutely love how the brain will do everything possible to avoid danger, seek pleasure, and conserve energy. It does this by recycling old thoughts that have kept you safe and then by recycling your most recent limiting beliefs and thoughts that keep you safe now. That means that my job is to be present in the moment so I can interrupt the default programming if I want to. In this case, I really do because I want the repairs done. If you two are noticing better excuses coming up for you to not do the thing, start with noticing the parts of those reasons that are left hanging. Those are usually unclear and we just agree with them because It's super easy to agree with a vague statement than a precise one. In my case, if I take my first excuse, I can't call Max now because the kids are home, I'd like to find out why and how I might solve for that reason. Or I can ask myself, even if these reasons are valid, how might I still call the person or do the thing? I don't have to eliminate everything, but how do I support myself towards Doing the action that is actually going to create the results, having those repairs done, or whatever your thing is, so go ahead and consider that right now. The very reasonable reasons you aren't doing the thing that would create the outcome you want in your life, and question them. Don't just let them sit in your mind as a truth when it leaves you in inaction and keeps you further away from what you want. Remember I mentioned that I would let you in on how I view this entire brain gymnastics? And this is the fun part. Yes, all of these shenanigans and not calling Max may seem like I'm going backwards. Or that there's been a relapse, but there hasn't. And here's why. This is actually what real progress looks like. It's not linear. It's not a line upward. It has falls followed by greater leaps slow and quick gains. All of it is the way it's actually supposed to happen. The idea that you'll work on something and it will be 100% solved after is not reality, at least not most of the time. What is much more normal is that your brain will bring up your old BS under new, more elegant pearls. Each and every time that you up level or are stepping into a new level of comfort Regarding that thing, here's how that's working out for me right now. I am creating a new identity for myself as we speak. I mean, we all always are. I'm stepping into the identity of someone who owns her own business. While I do this, I'm constantly putting myself in the discomfort of the new. And for me, each time something is about to click into place, an old habit of limiting beliefs resurfaces new levels are unearthed, the depth with which I address it increases, and I become more solid in who I am from within and in my self-trust. I get to congratulate myself for seeing my old habit come and I see it faster this time than I ever have before. I get to appreciate that I can now move into action with more ease because I will have my back no matter what comes up this call. Of this relationship with this contractor, with Max, all of it. I've been using projects as opportunities to make my relationship with myself unshakable. And this is no exception. Both the actual call with Max and how I view this supposed step backwards or relapse or regression that you notice old patterns coming back, that you have to work through them at a new level totally normal. And in case you're wondering, I did call Max and he is coming to assess the repairs that need to be done today. Now it's your turn. I would love to know what progress looks like for you. You can find me over on Instagram at Dominic Vandal and tell me all about it. Until next time, love to each and every one. Thank you so much for listening to the Enneagram One Project Podcast, your go-to podcast for all things one. Now, if you're wanting to integrate what you're learning here and be supported by your very own personal Enneagram One Life Coach, then I invite you to head over to my website, DominicVandal.com. D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-V-A-N-D-A-L. Look at the very top of the page for the Work With Me tab. I'd love to be the one in your corner, helping you to navigate your oneness. Let's make it your superpower.